the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hey, Chris Cuomo may not be the only CNN anchor who's in hot water for sexual assault. Mm, Don Lemon, not to be outdone. Details on that uh, before this segment ends. But uh, let's give a listen to Senator Josh Hawley in uh, Congress, uh, actually at the Senate Armed Services Committee hearing. He is questioning Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, about the humiliating American withdrawal from Afghanistan. Secretary Austin, I have to take issue with something you just said. I know this is an administration talking point. I've heard it out of the the mouth of the press secretary and others. We are not leaving Americans behind. That was your quote of just a minute ago. With all due respect, sir, you have left, past tense, Americans behind. We have no presence any longer in Afghanistan. There were hundreds of Americans, and not just Americans generally, civilians you left behind against the president's explicit commitment not to leave until all American citizens were out and to safety. That is not what happened. And now we have people who are desperately, frantically trying to get out of this country, coming to me, coming to members of this committee, asking for help. They can't get that help. They're stuck behind enemy lines. So please don't tell me that we're not leaving Americans behind. You left them behind. Joe Biden left them behind. And frankly, it was a disgrace. Let me ask you this, though. Senator, thanks for your help in in continuing to help get uh, American citizens and Afghans who have helped us out of the country. But as you've seen, we've continued to... Well, actually, I didn't ask you a question, but since you seem to want to address the issue, so, so since you do, isn't it true that you left Americans behind on August the 31st? Uh, there are Americans, there were Americans that were still in, uh, in Afghanistan and still yes. are. We continue Correct. to work to try to get those Americans out. Yeah, that, that's a yes. Let's, let's not repeat, please, the, the frankly falsehood that we didn't leave Americans behind. Boom. True. Yeah, they did. But so many things, in fact, almost everything that Joe Biden says is a lie. And it's aggravating to me that the insatiable uh, need that Donald Trump's critics had to repeat every lie and anytime you label Joe Biden a liar, oh, well, Trump, blah, 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 blah. Joe Biden promised to, quote, shut down the virus. He said that getting vaxxed would be your ticket out of a mask forever. He said the Afghanistan withdrawal was an extraordinary success. He said generals unanimously told him he was doing the right thing. There are so many things that he said that have just been blatant falsehoods. And so when he says... Oh, I'm not going to raise taxes on anybody 
who makes more than uh, who makes less than four hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh no no no. And when he says this latest nonsense talking point out of the Biden administration is that we're going to spend three point five trillion dollars, but it's not going to cost us anything. <laughs> what? What? What did we win the global nonsense budgetary wokeness lottery somewhere? I saw we're spending $3 billion on tree equity. I don't even know what tree equity is. Actually, I don't even want to know what tree equity is. And I've probably planted, since I bought my property in 2002, I probably planted 35 trees on it. I'm all about the tree equity. I didn't do it with, I didn't need to do, I didn't need to spend $3 billion to do it. This guy is... He's a congenital, unrepentant liar. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it until he proves me otherwise, and I don't believe he ever will. Speaking of congenital, unrepentant liars, Don Lemon of CNN is likely headed for court on charges that he sexually assaulted a man uh, in a uh, Tony bar Murph's Backstreet Tavern in the Hamptons in New York in July of 2018. There's always a hesitancy on my part. I want to be respectful of the fact that uh, this is a program that I want everyone to be able to listen to. I don't want to say something if you're in the car with your five-year-old daughter or five-year-old son that forces them to say, uh, Mom, Dad, what does that mean? Um, Because... I never wanted to be in that situation with my kids, and I don't want to put you in that situation with your kids. But um, So I'm going to try my best here. So Don Lemon, who is gay, is in this bar, and he is accused of um, putting his hand in uh, a private area of his own body and then taking his hand and um, basically rubbing it in the face of this guy named Dustin Heiss. Uh, Dustin Heiss told Fox News, uh, I'm not doing this for notoriety or fame. I'm doing this because I'm standing up for myself and what I believe in. I've grown a new respect for people dealing with mental health issues because of stress, depression, anxiety. Those are all very serious things that consume my life. So he labels what Don Lemon did to him, vile, disgusting, lewd, and inhumane. And he says, and he is right, that this attack would be treated much differently if he were a woman. So Don Lemon can't have it both ways. He can't want to be given every advantage in life because he's gay and be absolved of what would most definitely get him landed in jail if he did it as a man to another woman. He cannot plead that case. I have no doubt that he will. Uh, because uh, Don Lemon has no self-awareness. Absolutely zero, zip, none. Uh, This is an amusing little story going on in Franklin County Common Pleas Court. (laughs) Today in the Columbus Dispatch, John Fuddy writes, a month-long disagreement over COVID-19 mask mandates has taken a toll on the relationship between two Franklin County Common Pleas judges. Now, these guys shared, I don't spend any time at Franklin County Common Pleas Court, But they shared uh, a courtroom, essentially, okay? So they worked together. 
a suite, maybe it's an office space, they shared a common workspace for six years. Now, one of them has moved three floors away. That's really wanting to get away from someone. Uh, Judge Chris Brown moved from courtroom 6F next door to Judge Mark Surratt's courtroom to courtroom 3F on the third floor in early September. Uh, Brown told the dispatch he moved because Judge Surratt wasn't complying with the court's administrative order mandating that all court employees must wear a face mask. Okay, so now you're getting a picture in your mind of these two guys who've been working together for six years. The story goes on to say that uh, Judge Surratt, who's the older of the two, has served as a mentor to Judge Brown. Both times Judge Brown has been sworn in after he was first elected in 2015 and after his re-election in November, Judge Surratt did the honors of swearing him in. So they are buddies. And you're thinking, well, isn't that nice? A Republican judge and a Democratic judge have put their political differences aside, and they've forged a friendship. America needs more of that. And indeed, America does need more of that. But that is not what's going on here. Because Judge Surratt and Judge Brown are both Democrats. <laughs> Judge Surratt. We found the only Democrat in America who is not gripped by stupidity on masks. Good for you, Judge Surratt. Surratt says their little spat is over more than mask policy. Brown, the wokester in the group, says no, it's driven totally by mask policy. So uh, here we are. Brown's quote, you know what's coming, right? I'm tired of it. People need to get vaccinated, and they need to wear a mask. All the nudging and encouraging, I'm done with that. Boy, you love a guy who is intolerant and doesn't want to hear about the whole story. You love when that guy is a judge. That's like a really crucial character trait to have, the intractability and an unwillingness to listen. That makes for a great judge. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> this is so funny to me that these two guys who are buddies are both Democrats and now they can't get along because one of them is not woke enough for the other. And this is why tigers eat their young. And this is indicative of the fact that Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, Harris, all these people. Millie, you're seeing it today in Congress. Eventually, they may appear to be all aligned and united, unified, everything. All together, right? Uh-uh. Eventually, eventually, after they get done with us, of course, they will turn on each other. I have no, I have no doubt about it. We'll long be locked up in the gulag by then. Uh, but they will all eventually turn on each other. Hey, this just in, uh, Shaquille O'Neal is retiring. You say, wait a minute, I, I didn't know Shaq was still playing. Well, he's not, he's not playing. 
He's retiring from being a celebrity. Shaq says he no longer wants to be a celebrity. It might be difficult for somebody as big as Shaq, who has as big a platform as Shaq has on uh, Inside the NBA on TNT. Uh, why does Shaq want to retire from being a celebrity? He says, celebrities are going crazy, and I don't want to be one. I denounce my celebrityness today. I'm done with it. I don't want to be in that category. Celebrities are crazy. They really are. Don't call me that anymore. These people are out of their blanking mind with how they treat people, what they do, what they say. That's never been me. I never want to be looked at like that. Okay. Shaq, no longer a celebrity. Uh, Bradley Beal, though, is about to become a celebrity because Bradley Beal is another one of these crazy white Trump voter rural Americans. No. Bradley Beal is a black NBA guard, but he doesn't want to get vaccinated, as he made very clear today. Every player, every person in this world is going to make their own decision for themselves. Um, I would like an explanation to, you know, people with vaccines. Why are they still getting COVID? If that's something that we are supposed to highly be protected from. Like, that's funny that, oh, it reduces your chances of going to the hospital. It doesn't eliminate anybody from getting COVID. Right. So everybody is everybody in here vax? I would assume. Right. So you all can still get COVID. Right. OK. But you can still get COVID. Right. So and you can still pass it along with the vax. Right. I'm not asking. I'm just asking the question. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but to having it change your opinion one way or another, like that it kind of reemphasize that I don't need the vaccine. Like no, no. No, 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 that didn't, that wasn't the case. I mean, yeah, I had it, but that doesn't mean I can't get it again. You know, I mean, it's no different than somebody with a vaccine. Like I can, yes, I developed the antibodies for it. So my chances will be less likely now as well. Right. But it's still a possibility. I may get it just like there are players and coaches and staff who are vaxxed and missing camp right now because of it. So. I want to see Joe Biden stand up and say that Bradley Beal and Jonathan Isaac and Kyrie Irving and other young black role model NBA players are hurting the country. That they're the reason the economy is doing bad. It's easy to pin that on faceless, rural, white Trump voters. Real easy, right? Not so easy. To pin that on people who you're supposed to be fighting the good fight for. The numbers show that African Americans and Hispanics are the two biggest demographic groups who are unvaccinated. That's the reality of it. I know Fauci, Francis Collins... Michelle Walensky, Joe Biden, they're not they're not into giving you reality. I'm into giving you reality. I'll give you reality all day long here. That is the reality. I give it to you, you know, instantly, like right here, or me to you on a podcast. The Postal Service uh, will bring you reality, but they're going to bring it to you slower in the future than they're bringing it to you now. Yes, 
New standards of service for first-class mail and periodicals have been unveiled by Kim Frum, a spokesperson for the United States Postal Service. Most people have not been clamoring for slower postal service, but they're giving it to you. Uh, They have a standard now for package delivery that says uh, a, a package will be delivered... Uh, whether it's 300 or 3,000 miles, within three days. Within three days, assuming you are shipping it to some place that is more than six hours away by car. Okay, So if you're more than six hours away by car, like say you're shipping something to Miami, it'll get there in three days. Or to California, it'll get there in three days. Now the Postal Service says, this is unattainable. And forces us to rely on air transportation, yielding unreliable service. I would think that would be more reliable. It takes every bit of three days to drive to California. It doesn't take three days to fly to California. Uh, But they say uh, they are pointing this out now because a lot of people are depending upon them for Christmas delivery. Uh, so here's the uh, here's the uh, thing you need to know. Between October the 3rd and December the 26th, United States Postal Service will temporarily increase prices on all commercial and retail domestic packages due to the holiday season and anticipated uptick in mail volume. Uh, you will be able to ship internationally for the same cost. I would ship now if you want to get it there by Christmas of 2022. That's what I would do if I were you. Yes. Um, Told you earlier in the show, another uh, instance of dishonest reporting from our local so-called newspaper, the Columbus Dispatch, the Columbus police are reinstituting, or in the words of Bethany Bruner, a reporter for the Dispatch, they are resurrecting a program that has had a track record of success. What is that program? That program is called... Operation Game Over. Operation Game Over was unveiled in March to put a crimp in teen carjackings in Columbus, and it worked. But it was highly criticized by Franklin County juvenile court judges who said it was racist, that it spread propaganda and fear and unfairly targeted African-American youth. Well, now Operation Game Over is back because carjackings in Columbus have escalated since Franklin County Juvenile Court judges protested that. And even though Bethany Bruner wrote the story in March about the judges writing that letter, criticizing police, Bethany Bruner did not think that that was a germane fact that mattered enough to be included in her story today about the reinstitution of Operation Game Over. Now, I used to be a newspaper reporter. That is what we would call a relevant fact. But it would have made Democratic juvenile court judges look bad. That's my business. It's not the dispatch's business. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.